0: Hello, and welcome to the Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast. I'm John Hassel. And I'm Stuart Beard. And how are you, Stuart? I am wonderful, John. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm really excited, actually, because this time on the podcast, we're going to be talking about something a little bit different. Yes, we are. We, I always say this very dramatically, but this time it genuinely is, because we are talking about Glasgow. It's back in Glasgow, but it's Glasgow's famous streets and how the motorway has interacted with them and affected them, changed them.
1: Okay, and that's... What, that's a fascinating topic because there have been a lot of changes to mm. Glasgow's main streets over the last 50, And if you years. think
0: about it, the most kilometres by highest percentage of roads in Glasgow are of the streets. Yeah, they're not of the, the motorways and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they're all important. So this, this time, that's what we're going to be focusing on. So we've done a little bit of research between us. I've taken some streets. Stuart have taken. You've you've taken others. I actually forgotten what ones you have. I've obviously remembered the ones well, I have. So why
1: don't we? Before we get into it, why don't I tell the <laughs> listeners what streets I'm going to be talking about, right. and then you can tell us what ones you're going to be talking about?
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. Then. Okay. Go so for
1: it. in no particular order, mm-hmm. I am going to be talking about Alexandra Parade, Castle Street, Dobies Loan, mm-hmm. New City Road, St George's Road, and Great Western Road.
0: Oh, okay. All right. All pretty easy ones, apart from Great Western, I'd oh, say. mostly in the north. One of, one of them's not even there is, anymore. Is it not? We'll find out <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> uh, the ones I've got, well, I have the big three. I have Socky Hall Street, Buchanan Street, and Argyle Street. I've also got some other long ones. Um, I've got Paisley Road West.
1: You mean long names or long streets?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they. Are, I suppose they are. No, but but long, long streets or roads. These are considered more 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 like arterial roads. So okay. I've got Paisley Road West. Yeah. London Road mm-hmm. and Edinburgh Road and like I said earlier the big three Socky all street we can and show and I've just realised I've been shortchanged with this because I've been given the way harder ones
1: well you know you picked your own I, I <laughs> made a list of 12 and you picked the 6 that you wanted and I picked the 6 that I wanted mm-hmm. So no, I, you picked
0: 6 and I was left with these ones oh, I don't want to know uh, that <laughs> I, listen you save these excuses for people who care <laughs> <laughs> ok well some of the things we will talk about now I want to put a disclaimer just at the start here Stuart, I mean, you're not a social historian. No. I'm not a historian. Yet. We're archivists and we mainly look at modern roads, yes. don't we? Yep. Streets are a lot older. The motorways, and yeah. there is it's not a simple case of where we talk about contractors and who built things, no. and it was done, they're not they grow organically over they, time. So, yeah. this is
1: this is a real strange, uncharted territory for me, and, and it was a learning experience for me as well. Just looking up some of the old facts and figures, yeah. I, I mean, we're not going to talk too much about the history of all these roads and streets, but we are mm. going to give you a bit of a background on them, and then we're going to talk about how the motorway, you know, the construction right. of the motorway affected them. Um,
0: you know, we have to relate it back to. To yeah. that somehow and it's actually funny but they all relate to the motorway in some way yeah, and then we'll also sense. chuck our thoughts in about them because as you know stuart and you know i uh, we, we use public transport we, we drive we walk and things like that so how they work yeah um, so some of our opinions in there so stuart why don't you kick us off if you're if you're happy to make oh, a start
1: i'm sure i can do that john <laughs> okay. i'm sure i can do that brilliant okay so the first one in on my list as i said was uh, mm. was alexandra parade now, um, Alexandra Parade, for those who don't know, okay. is the main street that runs through the Denniston area of the city. Right. So that's from Castle Street, uh, near the Glasgow Royal Infirmary, east, all the way out as far as Cumbernauld Road, which is the start of the A80 north towards Cumbernauld and mm. Stirling and beyond.
0: All right. See, so- I know that bit. I've only been on Alexandra Parade, I think, to use the station. All right. And, and I, I, cross, that, yeah, I cross I yeah. cross over it when trying to get to Junction 14. That's right, yeah. So okay. the parade,
1: as they say, is the main thoroughfare through Denniston mm-hmm. uh, heading east and it eventually becomes Edinburgh Road, as you're going to talk about in a while. That's right. Um, you know, so it's a in, in Glasgow terms, it's actually a fairly modern street. You well, know, it wasn't really? always there. Yeah. Um it was actually laid out as part of plans for Deniston by a guy called Alexander Deniston
0: where he gets his name who
1: who set up the whole area he bought lands and things he'd owned land about there now as was the case with a lot of Glasgow stuff the corporation then acquired parts of that and built their own tenements and houses and things Mm -hmm. most of which are still standing today because the quality of them was considered to be pretty good so they weren't earmarked for demolition like in other parts of the city Mm -hmm. although there were some at the far western end where the motorway is that that were demolished Mm -hmm. I think they were class as part of the kind of town head comprehensive development area, yeah. Um, but in terms of dates, I mean, you're actually looking at the late 1800s before it appeared. And I think when I was looking at the maps, I think the first map that it appeared on was something like 1893. Okay. You know, so you know, fairly, fairly recent. Mm-hmm. You know, from from a historic yeah. point of view, like uh, Victorian. Victorian era. Yeah, yeah. I was going
0: to say that's what's the road makeup through? I mean, you drive through them more probably more than I do. Yeah. But what's um is it is it a kind of a single it's a single carriageway. It's way. a
1: single carriageway road, but it's designed as as uh, S four, so single carriageway four lane. So you get two lanes in each direction with no central reservation. Can you park um, on it? You can park on it at places, yes. There yeah. are bays, there are other bits where where lane one is actually the parking. Mm-hmm. Um has some bus lanes on it as well um okay. that are operational at certain times of day. Um Prior to the construction of the motorway, it was the main route into the city from the east. It was mm-hmm. the A8, so it was a very busy route. It was mega congested by the time the sixties came along. At one point, it had trams running on it as well. You know, so congestion was a big issue. Um, and one of the main reasons that the Monkland motorway was developed was to bypass Alexandra Parade because it was a bottleneck. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, unfortunately today it can be busy. As well. Still not as busy as it was prior to the... It's very residential,
0: isn't it? And there's another... The, the and, recent... and,
1: and, and there's a lot of business and shops that, and frontage right. yeah, as well. There's, yeah,
0: there's lots of reasons to go there, yes, isn't there?
1: there is. And it's still a very popular area to live in. Uh, you know, okay. there's, yeah. Uh, and in recent years, it has become a bit more, as people like to say, gentrified. Um, a lot more students and young professionals moving in. Um okay. I, I think some would say... Uh, again this is based on what I was reading that the view was that it was a slightly cheaper option to some of the west end locations okay. and it was a bit up and coming as a result of that but Deniston's always been a fairly well regarded part of the city uh, you know I don't know much about it Stuart but yeah. I, don't, I don't have any problems with it mm-hmm. you yeah. know um, so I mean on the whole it was bypassed completely by the first stage of the Monkland motorway that opened yeah. in, in May 1975 but the far western end was completely modified now People would say, oh, it was modified because the motorway was built. But that's partially true. Mm. Actually, the main reason for it being realigned was to allow for the extension of the Glasgow Royal Infirmary. So oh, everything that yes. lies within that sort of a stage it, two extension of the, the Royal Infirmary... That's where it finishes. That's right. Yeah. And if you've ever seen any of the old photographs that we've shared, you can see the stopped up section of Old Alexandra Parade. Now, here's mm-hmm. an interesting fact for you. Mm-hmm. In the period from 1968 to early 1975, so after the Townhead Interchange section of the Inner Ring Road opened, and prior to the Monkland Motorway opening, Mm -hmm. Alexandra Parade actually travelled via a short stretch of the M8 that then kicked you off again via a slip road. So you would cross over onto what was basically the M8. What was going to be the M8. non-motorway traffic was forced to leave again on the slip road down to Castle Street. Ah, and that right. slip road still exists. So for a short period of time, there was nothing there. And a big gap was left as part of the construction of Townhead 1 and the Townhead Comprehensive Development Area to allow for this alternative section of Alexandra Parade to be laid down once the Royal Infirmary work started. Mm-hmm. And in fact, as part of Townhead Interchange Stage 2, two which kicked off around 1975 that new stretch of alexandra parade was actually constructed and it runs roughly from worship street all the way up to castle street so mm-hmm. that whole section was built around about that time at the same time as Townhead stage two which mm-hmm. is when castle street was realigned again i'm going to come on to that next obviously um so that whole section was was changed massively so at the far west end the motorway end the original Alexandra Parade is long gone, mm-hmm. long Ooh. gone. So that's how that one was <laughs> was affected. It's by not the terribly motorway.
0: long, in my opinion, but it has no, changed a it, but, lot. I, I, you what, know, what's,
1: what's the length? About about a mile and a half, two yeah. miles maybe, the, the absolute most. Mm. And you've got some nice features off of Alexandra Parade, like Alexandra Park. Um, you know, there's also the uh, the blocky and Link Road that comes yeah, from Junction, junction to, 14 and, the, and intersects with it halfway well, along.
0: That technically isn't the Block End Link. The Block End Link goes north from 14, but there's this road that was built between Alexander Parade and the Block End Link. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was called. John Cullen spoke about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: can't remember the name of it.
1: Shall I get up the Google Maps and have a look? No, you
0: may may as well, because it's the one, it's actually the road I use. If we're ever in the East End, like when we're at the GVVT, I tend to head up that way. Um, and get us back, and it, and it you, runs you, next to the station. You
1: realise there'll be people screaming at the speakers everywhere. What the name of that street is? Right? <laughs>
0: mm. Yeah, well, let's let's have a look.
1: Alexandra Park Street, and of course it is because it runs right along next to where Alexandra Park mm. is.
0: So um, that was actually a modern part. Uh, it's not alexander Parade, but Alexandra Parade, but it was like a modern street. Yeah, and it runs in.
1: parallel to the railway squeezed in there now remember we had a conversation with a gentleman who actually worked for Strathclyde Regional Council as part of the public inquiry for that stretch Mm. Um, you know he he had got in touch a while ago to to say that he was involved in that which
0: was very interesting such a handy road yeah yes Okay, all right. Is that everything you want to say about Alexander Parade? For Alexandra
1: Parade, I think so. I mean, it's a bit okay. bare bones, but, it, you know, it's a fairly recent road. So you, you tell us what you've got, since you've got the difficult ones.
0: Well, okay. Uh, I understand the time pressure, so I'll, I'll try and keep it relatively brief, given that I've got six to get through. So I'm going to talk about Socky Hall Street first. Okay. Um, now, uh, as with anything with these things, I, um, I went to go do some research on Socky Hall Street. Um, before before doing this but to me it is one of Glasgow's big three um, shopping streets uh, which is kind of pedestrianised half in length it's kind of a dual two lane for half of it it's got many shops on it as well Yeah. so uh, I got some great information from a website called glasgowhistory.com a lot of the articles there are written by a guy called Chris Jones and they're fantastic there's some great old photos and stuff on it so uh, some of them from over 100 years ago about what Sofie Street used to look like so actually check that out um, glas- glasgowhistory.com. Okay. Really good. I'll check that one out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's some background I'm, I'm just quoting this from the, the website there. It says, uh, The Socky Hoar, or Willow Meadow, from which the street derives its name, is probably a low lying area located near what would later become Charing Cross. Right, okay. So that gives you an idea about why it's called Socky Hoar.
1: Should I be outraged to hear that there was once a time where Charing Cross was beautiful and empty and yeah. they built horrible things like the Grand Hotel on here and ruin the, the, the general feeling and atmosphere of the well year. if you look at you, you can apply that argument um, everywhere I am I just trolling people who you listen are, to you us you are just yeah. trolling okay. yeah. I will behave. Um,
0: so I'll, I'll carry on with this before we stand on any more toes uh, the development <laughs> of Sockey Hall Street was part of a westward growth of the city spurred by the desire of wealthy merchants to own property on the outskirts we've got to remember Glasgow's a lot smaller I mean we're talking hundreds of years ago here okay um, villas and terraces with distinguished names like Kensington and Windsor Palace were constructed during the second decade of the 19th century okay. and the street became quiet and narrow suburban thoroughfare known as Socky Hall Road. Oh. It was widened in 1846 and then in the 1850s some of the older buildings were replaced with tenements and in the 1870s with commercial properties. So probably the buildings that you see now are probably 1870s i know there's this this funny art deco building yeah. halfway along it. you know that one i'm yeah, talking yeah. about mm-hmm. um so yeah a lot of that. so actually they've they've cleared it out before yeah you can see some very old types of buildings actually near buchanan street and i think some of them came down as part of the buchanan quarter development but anyway um so that the in the 1870s like i was saying more commercial properties came in uh, the, nine, the 1896 Ordnance Survey map of central Glasgow still shows some villas remaining on the north side of Socky Hall Street in the section between Thistle Street and Scott Street.
1: Interesting. And the motorway obviously did have a profound effect on Socky Hall Street yeah. while not really touching it directly. The, that, that's the interesting thing about this. Is one of the streets that kind of really benefited from
0: this. So it, it, Traffic was, of course, on the full length of Socky Hall Street until the early 1970s, when the M8 at Charing Cross was built, and the eastern half of Socky Hall Street was um, was pedestrianised. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this was the first of the big three streets to be pedestrianised. we know, the same happened with, like, Buchanan Street and with Argyle Street. Yeah. Um, these three streets, just by the way, are known as the Golden Z.
1: Oh yeah. Because they course. form
0: a Z shape if you look yeah. at them on the map. Um Which is which is kind of nice. So you were saying that?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I know Sucky Hall Street was one of the the schemes for pedestrianisation that the corporation Mm. had had as an ambition since the 1950s. And it was always felt that the completion of the Inner Ring Road would allow for that by removing what at that time was four lanes of traffic heading east to west, um, you know, through the city. Uh, When the Woodside section opened... Of the inner ring road, traffic in Socky Hill Street dropped dramatically. And then mm. there was another huge drop when the uh, Charing Cross section was finished, as it's you basically said.
0: bypassed it and enabled
1: it to yeah. be pedestrian. And within a year of the motorway being completed, they had blocked it off at its eastern end and it had become a pedestrian precinct.
0: I, I, I was thinking, actually, when I was researching this, if there was no motorway, think about how awful Socky Hill Street would be. You think about some of those really busy roads in Edinburgh, yeah, like Lothian Road or something like that. it's yeah. just a nightmare uh, of traffic, you know. That would be along HGVs the lot, you know. Um, so, by the way, I mean as as you've all seen. So, in the last two years, the western end of Socky Hall Street has seen further development with the widening of the footways. Oh yeah, there yeah, The first um, of the avenues project. That's right, yeah. and the addition of permanent cycle lanes and, mm-hmm. and and trees and other things to kind of make it look nice and make it a bit more accessible, a bit yeah. more pedestrian friendly. It does all
1: feel much friendlier and, uh, walking along there now.
0: It does. It needed it, and I mm-hmm. think that some of the parking has gone. And I know. Um, It it can be annoying if you're trying to get through uh, with a car, but really we shouldn't be taking our cars down there. No, Um, no. I understand taxis and so need need to operate, but that's that. No need for anybody in
1: a car really to be going to be going through these these
0: places. So again, because there are alternative routes for the motorway, it has enabled that. To be honest, what's your? I mean, I here's what I think about Socky Hall Street. I always found the shopping was a lot better. At the end, nearest the galleries, so nearest Buchanan See, Street, and it got it didn't get that great as you went along it, and then it just
1: suddenly went like that's because to that's because you're a newcomer to Glasgow. Mm. I remember, I two thousand and seven.
0: I've been. Here I, since. I'm old
1: enough to remember the, the sort of golden age. Okay, of, you know the end of that golden age of shopping in Glasgow. Where Sockey Hall Street was still a good place to go, you know. Um, I frequently, as a, as a child, would be taken to Glasgow for shopping, and we would mostly go to the Socky Hall Street end. Right. You know, okay, that balance changed ever so slightly when this Enoch Centre came along in like 1989, mm. and then when the Buchanan Galleries opened, and, and then eventually there's sort of a degla- decline in high street shopping. As you see, as you mentioned rightly, mm-hmm. the quality of shops has kind of diminished. Some of the bigger chains closed, but yeah. you know, there was a time it, where it has a shopping centre on it. It had the Socky Hall Centre for a while, that encouraged people up. That end yeah. um, had the Savoy Centre, which Savoy, was also very that's popular. It. And I'm not sure well. is that still going? Yes, it is. It's, it's kind Savoy of in shops still shops and, yeah. and like So that. you yep. know, back in the 70s and 80s, you would go to Socky Hall Street and you would have a big, say, Marks and Spencers and a c and and various other major chains. Mm. And then you would get the same in a Gale Street, but you could treat them as distinct, you know, parts. Because it's town. quite
0: big part, a big, park, a big yeah. city centre, isn't it? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And you would you could park it concert square or um, mm. the, the, the one just round from, from the Thistle Hotel yeah
0: um, park, park outside the city yeah. centre walking. absolutely yeah exactly um, that's all I've really got to say on it so no it's, it's
1: good to hear your thoughts what's your, what's your next street then I, I'm keeping as close to uh, the town head area I was going to look at Castle Street next which is the kind of natural continuation from Alexandra Parade now I must admit I was feeling like, to me Castle Street has always just been this road that connected High Street with Alexandra Parade and Royston I rather ignorantly hadn't realised that at that period in time, Castle Street was actually a really important, rather nice-looking road in the city, in that North School. Because to me,
0: I've often seen that as the place you get dumped when you come off the MA. Yeah. Well, do you remember
1: when we found all those old slides and the old prints of what Townhead looked like just before the motorway started? It had beautiful old shops and old buildings, you know, Mm -hmm. places like Glebe Street and... Mm-hmm. God, there's so many. There's Cathedral Street and all the other ones all round about there, mm-hmm. and it was all, it was a really nice area. Um, okay,
0: so what? Why did that get comprehensively well, it, developed then?
1: Because. I, Townhead, the the, the population was it just a general area, yeah, yeah. The population density of Townhead, in the in the corporation's opinion, was too high, and they wanted to space it out. And they, they had this the ambition of changing it into the college area. you know where Strathclyde Junior and you know, all the colleges are now. They wanted that to be a kind of educational quarter. Townhead, they they envisaged being completely re- redeveloped with high mm-hmm. rises and low rising low rise housing as there is there, and also the expansion of the Royal Infirmary. Okay. So Castle Street was kind of like, yeah, and also the inner ring road was going to come through there. So Castle Mm. Street, unfortunately, I think the writing was on the wall for it for for quite a while before the demolition started. And by 1965, Mm -hmm. most of it had actually been been wiped out, to be honest. Yeah, I don't Um, understand that. The the last kind of remaining feature of Castle Street was the Townhead Library, um, which stood for many years after the completion of the motorway and Townhead. Mm and all the other changes, but even it too was eventually demolished in the 1990s and that kind of removed the last of the buildings. Mm. See the multi-storey car park in the, the old church that sitting next to the Royal Infirmary? Yes. That frontage onto Castle Street is the, the original line of where the road used to be and there used to be shops and businesses there and obviously that old church was there. Right. Um, that all changed massively through the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s with, with the demolition and actually the alignment of Castle Street was changed by the construction of Townhead Interchange Stage 2 because Castle Street used to go in a straight line coming Mm -hmm. off the High Street, heading right over towards uh, Royston Road. Okay. Okay. I'm just looking at the map here, by the way. And where that came up. But when they started to build the additional sections of the interchange, they built an overbridge for Castle Street and it put a kink in it where it basically met the new Alexandra Parade. Uh, and, and continues across there under the motorway. So now really Castle Street is nothing more than a sort of feeder road for the motorway and for traffic heading yeah, for I, Royston.
0: I am genuinely surprised you. I'm quite educated by what you've been saying, that actually it was a, a bustling street with things. Of course, of course it would have been, but you just yeah. don't think of it that way. Because, yeah, I think, oh, that's a place you get dumped yeah yeah.
1: I I mean some of the photos we've got if you look at the town head uh, interchange page on the website Mm -hmm. you will see some of the old photos of what Castle Street was like and it's phenomenal the changes that have happened there how far does
0: it go down Uh, when does Castle Street become High Street just beyond the the
1: Royal Infirmary towards the Cathedral Ah, see where the see see just when you get to the kind of Cathedral Plaza that's yeah. where it ah right, to change. Any idea
0: yep. why it's called Castle Street? Is it historically?
1: Yes, yes indeed. Um, right. Next to where the Royal Infirmary is built now, mm-hmm. um, there used to be a castle there um, that was called Bishop's Castle. Ah, cool. All right, and it was actually demolished in the 18th century uh, for the Glasgow Royal Infirmary, and it was built from ni- uh, from 1789. Um, so there, w- there was actually an old an old castle there. Um, <laughs> They the castle. was Yeah, in.
0: I'm sure the people at the time were on Twitter moaning about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you doing in this wonderful castle? Yes. You know, can you
1: imagine if something? What a thing next? Was no. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: All absolutely. Right. absolutely. Okay. Um. Well, that that sums up Castle Street, doesn't it? Okay. it? Does indeed.
1: So let's
0: move on to Buchanan Street.
1: Okay, the world famous Buchanan Street. The
0: world famous Buchanan Street. So, um, just like the previous street. I went on that wonderful website, uh, Glasgow'sHistory mm-hmm. and I got some more information about it. So again, I'm just going to quote from the website here, and I'm going to read this out because it's, it's well written and and I, and I like this, and it puts puts across what it is. Okay, so Buchanan Street, just again, this is the one that connects. So the, the this is this is Glasgow's main shopping street. The one that goes up the hill that connects between Socky Hall Street at its uh, eastern end, right the way down towards Argyle Street, yep. next to in, at Enoch Square. Okay. It crosses like St Vincent Street and everything and it's completely pedestrianized in its entirety. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. So Buchanan Street was named after Andrew Buchanan. He was a tobacco lord who envisioned that Glasgow would spread westward. With this in mind on the 15th of February 1763, I like the specific date there for yeah. something so long ago, he acquired the first portion of 5 acres of thereby of ground in the borough of Glasgow in the part called now I'm going to struggle with my pronunciation here, but it looks like Paleozon's Croft oh, on no. the on the north side of Argyle Street. Easy for you to see. Uh, with plots or steadings for building on each side thereof, okay. his plan was to take down his own mansion, which was situated on Argyle Street, opposite the entrance to St Enoch Square, and uh-huh. thereby enable access to the new street. So I'm just going to stop a minute. Okay. So if you want to imagine going walking down Buchanan Street right now, yeah and you can't get onto Argyle Street because there's a whacking great big mansion there. All right, okay. This was his own mansion. He wanted to get rid of it. Oh, that was nice of him. Yeah, I mean, he did, (laughs) um, I suppose. So, um, unfortunately, the American War of Independence, 1775 to 1783, intervened, and Andrew Buchanan lost his tobacco fortune as a result. Oh, dear. His business was wound up um, and his development plan ended up in the hands of some Glasgow bankers. Yet in spite of this setback, his vision soon became a reality, and lots of the street bearing his name were progressively occupied. Or okay. were progressively occupied. Yeah. The first part of Buchanan Street from Argyle Street um, to Gordon Street was opened in 1780, and the remaining section in 1804 Initially, the street was occupied by a mixture of merchants millers, small holdings, and some workshops. But as a century progressed, some very handsome buildings were erected. Again, with the the kind of money that was coming in. Yeah, The first of the significance being St. George's Church, now known as St. George's Tron Church, designed by William Shark and completed in 1808. Further fine buildings were added, including the Glasgow Stock Exchange. Beautiful building. You know, you know it. Yes, Dragons. I do this. Uh, yes. In uh, 1875, 1877, designed by John Burnett, the street acquired a reputation for elegance and specialty shopping, which continues to this day. So I'm just ending my quote there. Yeah. But that that's true, isn't it? The, some of the the very kind of uh, upmarket boutiques are on there. It's got that. Um, was it the Princess Square yes.
1: shopping it's centre? I think as that as was well, Glasgow's yeah. first shopping centre. First o- yeah, first a closed po- over one. Yeah, co- mm-hmm. 1988 was it? It opened maybe something like that. Well, I. Think. I no, it was, it was not. In. It was not long before you C- I know that.
0: I know the Argyle Arcade had already been there and stuff yeah. like that. So oh. again, so he he talks a bit about the top end of Buchanan Street, where the concert hall and the gallery shopping centre are to fill. And I I want to talk about that top end. Yeah. So you go right at the top and You get the Royal Concert Hall, and you also get the oh. what is it, the, the Glasgow Concert Hall? Yeah, the, top, the Royal and, Concert Hall, yeah. Royal uh, Concert and I Hall.
1: remember a time when the top of Buchanan Street was not a nice place to be.
0: <laughs> now, isn't there a big statue of Donald Dewar there? There
1: is now, yes. And
0: the steps, yeah, and uh, the entrance to the galleries, and then and, and that I, I like that area, I think that's quite normal. It's right all
1: very area. nice now, but even mm. 20 years ago, role, maybe a bit longer than 20, but certainly 25 30 years ago, wasn't it that nice at that particular part of Buchanan well, Street? I think this a little bit here. So, again, quoting
0: from GlasgowHistory.com, mm-hmm. it says during the late 1970s the construction of Buchanan Street bus station resulted in a rearrangement of roads in the area. Mm-hmm. I didn't know in the 1970s Buchanan Street bus station was there I? I thought that came later. No
1: you're thinking no. of the redevelopment of Buchanan yeah, bus station which okay.
0: came in 1990s. Ah uh, that's fair enough. Ah oh, the, west, the western sake. part of Parliamentary Road was realigned in an approximate east-west
1: direction between North Hanover Street and West Nile now, Street. you've gone and mentioned that I should have a in <laughs> here so that when somebody mentions Parliamentary Road, an alarm goes off. Because whenever we post something with Parliamentary Road it online, you would think the world was coming to an end the way some people reminisce Why? about it. I we should, we
0: it. should have spoke about Parliamentary yeah. Road then. Well
1: maybe, well, maybe we should have, but it doesn't exist anymore.
0: Okay, all right, well, you've all right. opened that can of worms by mentioning mention. So, anyway, between North Hanover Street and West Nile Street was renamed Kilimanjaro Street. Yes. You know this, it's good. Uh, the buildings along the eastern part of Parliamentary Road oh, no. yet, <laughs> were cleared to make way for new council housing development. So, again, I think this is the author here is obviously hinting at the whole CDA. Yeah, uh, process yeah. in here. Yeah. As for the casino, it was reported to still be standing in 1985. Didn't know that. Right. Uh, but was subsequently removed to allow construction of the Glasgow International Concert Hall, which was completed in 1990 and renamed the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall upon granting royal status. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Buchanan Galleries development came later. Buchanan Street was straightened out. Yep. And the mall built over Cathedral Street. Mm-hmm. The galleries opened to the public on the 31st of March 1999. Yes. During this collective de- redevelopment, the area that was used to be occupied by the western part of Parliamentary road was built over yeah
1: yeah so so you've it's mentioned it again it was three times
0: you've so, said that now i know yeah that's good <laughs> so maximum points again kind of the pedestrianization of the street would not have been possible uh until kind of it was 1974 75 it was it got, 74 75 for like that some of the photos we with, got without the construction that, yeah. of the motorway as well so um you notice a theme here yeah. you know that that that's happening. yeah because
1: Buchanan street is untouched by the motorway in any way yeah all Street is because the motorway goes under we, it at Charlie We've crop. seen
0: photos of traffic on it, haven't we? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so it was very busy. It was hugely busy. It's over. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, the there there have been some recent developments in a couple of years with the Canon Quarter. This is what you remember the shop Forever Twenty One. Oh, the one the, that went bust and closed down. Yes, that's all one. Right. Okay. Um, so again, the Canon Quarter project that has been developed at the top end and the proposed ga- Buchanan Galleries extension. So they want to extend Buchanan Galleries. Yeah. I don't know if this was to tie in with Queen Street Station.
1: Yeah. It's all or, up
0: in the air. All the, up in the yeah. air though. So yeah. I think a few things have happened. All right. Um, any thoughts on Buchanan Street? It's all right. It's all right. I, I... Do you know what annoys me about it? St. Vincent Street spoils it.
1: Why? Because I traffic. hate
0: having to cross it. I'm only ever on McCammon Street when I'm on foot. And mm. then you say, like, what the heck's this? And there's this whacking group road coming across. Yeah, it's
1: a very busy main route from the
0: it's, east to west. The, the thing is with Vincent Street is it's the escape route from the city, isn't it? So yeah. you, you do get a lot there. Yeah. Indeed. And what's with those weird toilets? There's toilets there that you can't get into.
1: Oh, yeah, the underground toilets. Yeah, they closed up 10 years ago or so as part of cost-cutting. Uh, measures, mm. yeah, I remember when they were open. Mm-hmm. I was crawling there and after a night out, for crawling onto a train or something.
0: Rather you than me. yeah So, what's your next one? Um, my next one's Dobby's Lone That's a junction, isn't it?
1: No, it's a, oh, goodness.
0: <laughs> sake. Okay, I'm on the wind up now. All right, okay, Dobby's Lone Yeah,
1: Dobby's Loan. Right, let me let me uh, get the let
0: me get the Google up for this one. Just okay. make sure. Is this around Junction Sixteen? Yeah. I'll so, assume? Dobby's
1: Lone basically right. connects um, the kind of a woodside area with the townhead area. Okay. Um, it was named after John Doby, mm-hmm. all right. Who was a businessman, and it, they reckon actually that it was part of an old Roman road, uh, Doby's Loan. They think that's how old it is. And uh, through the through the uh, wow. seventeen and eighteen hundreds, it actually was used as a cattle route. So guys bringing cattle in, uh, heading for the markets at Glasgow Green, would use Doby's Loan to actually get into the city. So there you go. When they were coming from the north and the west, the northwest. You
0: possibly stumbled on one of Glasgow's oldest roads here, along yeah. the very High Street.
1: It's certainly pre eighteen hundreds as well. The, the line of it, you know, it was being called Dobby's Lane, as I say, after that guy. But a road on that site had existed for a long time. Right. Now it wasn't really modified too much for the motorway. The original road is actually still there, and it still turns to the left when you get to where Craig Hall Road is. Um, but obviously, it's turned into a bit of a main distributor for the motorway. You know, heading from the north of the city centre and heading away from the city. So if you're heading towards Junction 16 mm-hmm. and you're coming from, say, um, Garscube Road or Portland Dash Road or even up from North Hanover Street or anywhere like that, chances are you might end up on Dobie's Lone heading for the motorway. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, it had a wee bit of residential on it. It had some some businesses as well, mostly industrial stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all there until you know just about around about the time the motorway was built, and a lot of that was yeah, of kind
0: of quite modern offices around there. There now. are now, yeah, yeah.
1: as well, it's, yeah,
0: yeah. We we were there picking some stuff up. No, I, I know yeah. the area, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So Dobby's loan basically still exists as it always has, but it's mm. the character of it that's changed. Um, you know, the motorway being added, junction right next to it, uh, the, the north flanked in the ring road sits so immediately north of it. Mm. You know, so on it's viaduct, on the viaduct. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. The thing is, I'll be honest with you, it's not
0: ever my chosen route out of the city to ever go to Junction 16 no. up at Dobby's Lane, I think the place is horrendous Yes. Um, in terms of trying to get access to some of the worst traffic lights I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it, whenever I'm trying to get out of the city, I, I tend to go out to St Vincent Street. Yeah, It's the only thing that annoys me is these pesky pedestrians on Bacana Street trying to cross, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have all, John. Can Can't have it can all. all. But no, that's interesting. I didn't know that, it's, again... It's just to me. Dobby's line is just this tiny little bit, and yeah, actually, no, it's quite it's old. Quite an it's got a old, important
1: historic part. Very of the interesting street system. Yeah,
0: right. No. I'm going to continue and finish off the Golden Zed, if that's all right. So okay. I'm now moving on to Argyle Street. Okay, okay. Argyle Street is a, kind of a story of two parts. Okay, so I was I found a Herald article. I like to quote my sources. I Had some wonderful old pictures in here. Okay. Um, so according to the info I found, um, Argyle Street is actually the longest street in Glasgow because it has the name Street. Now, you might think, oh, Great Western Road's on it, but street, yeah, okay. yeah. fair enough. Uh, at 2.1 <laughs> miles, running all the way from, um, basically, the Trongate right into Glasgow's West End, uh, mm-hmm. Partick. Yep. It actually wasn't always known as Arcar Street. It was known as Westergate. Oh, <laughs> who knew? Arcar Street has a rich history, and it's changed a lot over the past 100 years. So I'm going to talk first about the uh, section that's east of, um, of Central Station
1: east of central station yeah so that's the main shopping part yeah. yes and
0: okay. uh, i know there's a bit that goes through the was it the the financial district red light district whatever it is the <laughs> area <there> towards
1: the <laughs> towards some yeah. okay, most motorway. people know it as the international financial services district <laughs> right, to john oh, it's the red light district what those banners are <laughs> yep. yeah okay fair enough moving on quickly
0: so um the area going toward like where the shops are Okay. So one of the photos uh, on the Fantastic Herald article shows Argyle Street in the 1950s, absolutely covered in smog. Okay. Um, I think it was obviously the main east approach road to the city centre if you were coming up London Road or Gallagate in that way, so you'd end up on Argyle Street. Mm-hmm. So there would have been, I mean, I've seen from some of these things, there were HGVs and all kinds of things in the photos, it looked awful. Uh, it had trams running on it until the 1960s, and it was mostly pedestrianised by the time they reopened the, the, the Argyle train line. Um, I I think it's really interesting as they basically dug up most of the street to plop in the new Argyle Street Station yeah remember we found some fantastic construction photos of this yes we did so you might not realise this but there's a railway line that runs all the way underneath Argyle Street from Central Station, heading right out towards Glasgow Cross. What they done so kind of opened in nineteen seventy nine was they put it. They with the Argyle line was shut in about 63, 64. yeah, and then they opened it up again in the the late seventies and they put a new station in there. It's huge work. There's wonderful photos and so on that we've actually been able to collect around at the time. Um, further east, the Argyle Street actually becomes a Tron Gate, uh, and and this that that section there is traffic on it. I think it's when you. Um, the, it's funny because it's not totally pedestrianised, is it, Argyle no. Street, from Queen Street to Central. That's right. It's got traffic, it's many, got one of traffic, yeah. And then is it Stockwell Street? Yes. And then it becomes kind of tr- Tron gate yeah. up there. Yeah. Um so that's uh, the eastern part kind of that that leads up, yeah. Leads up to there. I'm gonna finish with a thought on it. I worked on Argyle Street for quite a few years on the end that was nearer the Trongate and it, it felt quite run down in areas... Uh, I know there's the the junction with um, where is it Jamaica Street and that which is the four corners. But what's your thoughts really on this section of our Garth Street? Is it a place you'd really want to go shopping and it, walk through? It, it used to be. I, I find it reasonably vibrant.
1: It used to be um, really good. You had you know you had Arnott's you had Fraser's, you had Arnett's uh, burnt down. Yeah, you had the uh, no, no, that was the well maybe maybe an original shop did but the one I'm thinking of in the corner or sitting square on Girl Street that still stands with the Bank of Scotland in it now. Woolworths was in there for a while. Um, you know you had. Uh, yeah, Ray you had tower records you had mm. boots in the corner you had all sorts of features there that were worth I find as soon it. as
0: you get up near the train station it's not good you know it seems well, to nowadays be
1: nowadays it suffers from the same problem say that Sucky Hall Street is, is that as, as retail has contracted most of the shops have kind of moved towards yeah, the Buchanan got, Street area they've kind of centralised in the middle you know, weaving the kind of outskirts of both. I mean, Trongate used to be a fairly nice place to go. Yeah. Uh, mm, not so much anymore. Not
0: so much, no, no. So next I'm going to go on to talk about Agar Street west of Central Station that leads out yes. to Kelvin Grove. and this
1: will be the part that was affected by the motorway.
0: Well, actually, Stuart, it's not the motorway that caused it. It was comprehensive redevelopment of Anderson.
1: Which but was it, the biggest comprehensive development area in the
0: city. Yes, and that's where Agar Street went through. So under the Kingston Bridge North approaches. it's the Anderson District, as I say. This was marked for comprehensive redevelopment by yep. uh, the corporation in the mid-1950s. And as part of this, Argyle Street was actually split into two. Well, actually, three. Did right. you believe it? The part of Argyle Street is now a cul-de-sac.
1: There you go. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, because, Interesting. Because of this
0: development, it was put there. So it, it goes through and um, it ends up at a cul If you just look on the maps there and keep heading kind of uh, north-west, uh, Stuart, Yep. You can actually see that little section there of Argyle Street that goes up. So this, a lot of people don't think that's Argyle Street, but it actually then picks up again where St. Vincent Street kind of turns the corner. It becomes Argyle Street. Yeah, back to Argyle so Street. So yeah. Argyle Street end up being, kind of being split into three, and there's this weird middle section that nobody goes on, you know, and then it becomes argyle street in all its glory i actually prefer this argyle street yeah um so it's uh and of course
1: that, that was a deliberate choice again by the corporation i,
0: I think it functions well yeah. i know quite a few buses use it and things like that and it passes through some nice parts um of that funny area of town which isn't the city center nor is it the west end yeah it's uh was it the kind of Finiston kelvin hall areas yeah, yeah so it heads up through there um and goes past kelvin grove art gallery do you want some trivia and kelvin grove you Art you go gallery. right ahead uh, it opened in 1901, and it closed for three years between 2003 and 2006 for major refurbishment. Well, there you go. There's a strange rumour about that building being built back to front. Oh, that's rubbish. That, I that's think, as bad I think, as the rumour that the body... Uh, I, th- the I think this was, was a tour to happen, guide. Yeah. Robert, if somebody will come on and, and rebuke me for it. I'm What's sure. your thoughts on Kelvin Grove? Well, the art gallery, yeah, or just—I love it. I think it's fantastic. Okay. I think what they've done with the the transport museum is that they've they're moving that and putting it in the riverside museum is a good thing because remember the transport museum used to be there.
1: No, uh, the, uh, the transport museum was at the Kelvin Hall. Yes, yeah, but it was road. off
0: Argyle Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the actual—yeah, I've been in it twice, so I like it. I think it's a, it's an absolutely beautiful building, and um, you know, seeing it even going past on the road, I'm always like, oh, wow, look at that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What about you? Uh, yeah You not? You're not keen yeah, on it? No, it's so so. So, do you know so. what you would prefer a nice 60s brutalist car oh pack. wonderful Beautiful. you'd love it. a good concrete yeah. yeah i i get that too yeah i get that too yeah. no that's fair <laughs> enough overall yes it's 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 a long street a lot of changes along the way yeah. and things like that mm. uh, it has been kind of split a bit but interesting i quite like it
1: yeah no, my it's, favorite it's, it's, of it's the three street. yeah i i do like a bit of a girl street i've always been a big fan of a girl street station who does it Okay, and especially in that orange red Strathclyde era. <laughs> Wonderful time <laughs> to be see alive. Days. Yes, what's your next streets? Yeah, uh, next on the list for me is New City Road, uh, which is a fairly simple, short one. I thought because it was called New City Road that that meant that it was a new road. Hmm. No, not really. Uh, it existed in uh, pre 1850. In fact, it was built around about 1849 1850 uh, as part of works to link Woodside to Cowcaddens. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it was actually shortened, would you believe, in the 1920s when most of its length was cut off and turned into Mary Hill Road. So there you go. There's some trivia for you. But is, it, is there anything left of this? New City Road, yeah. Yeah, New City Road still exists. Wait a minute. Now,
0: this is the one I found the photo of right. a while ago, yeah.
1: and we were trying to figure out what street it was. And it was. And that's what's encouraged me to talk about it, John. See, it's all coming together. It's all going together now. Goodness oh, me, is light bulbs going off. Jesus. Okay. Ass. So, yeah, so New City Road was once a bustling community with housing and shopping and all nice streets and features and parks and fountains and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And then the corporation decided to include it in. The Cowcaddens Comprehensive Development Area, mm-hmm. and the other one north of the uh, of what's now the motorway, and most of it was cleared. Mm-hmm. Now, as we've always we've always believed, we, we bought into this. Most people say that New City Road was cleared completely for the construction of the motorway. Okay. Then we found that slide and photo that you shared a few weeks ago mm. that actually showed the motorway being built and operating, but most of New City Road still being there and still and it having was busy. shops and, b- yeah, being busy. and people m- milling yeah. about. So that kind of confirmed that the actual clearance of New City Road was nothing to do with the motorway at all, but more to do with the. Do I think because well. maybe
0: the motorway being there after that and then mobilising people to go, actually we can go and go here and go that, it might have killed it.
1: Possible, and, and all the people were being moved out to housing elsewhere because there was a lot of demolition of tenements and stuff. So they lost their customers. It, yeah, if you look yeah. at our Woodside photos, sometimes you can see some of the sort of uh, dilapidated properties in the background, and you know, clearly haven't been emptied by that stage. Um, that said, there is a section of New City Road that runs underneath the motorway, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, the corporation were pretty insisted that the existing surface street network there should remain more or less as it was. So Garstcube Road, New City Road, mm. and George's Cross, all these sort of that's things. That's a cheap idea because so, you
0: don't need to move any services. Well, that's
1: right, and that's why the motorways and viaduct. You know, it's, that's yeah. why it's elevated through there because the existing street pattern could be retained. It's a lovely idea, but obviously yeah. the housing and stuff had to go, and there's now like a school and playing fields and a nursery to mm-hmm. the north of the motorway in this area that once had all these lovely old buildings in it. So, yeah, so New City Road has, has probably been touched more by the motorway than, than maybe some of the other ones we've spoken about so far in terms of the clearance and things. But it still exists, and it's been there for, about well, 150 years now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it looks in another 50 or 100 years.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. because mm-hmm. I didn't think there was anything left of it. Yeah, no, no i have seen there. this old photo. There was some the
1: realignment of it at the western end. Um, you know, it used to go straight on to Great Western Road, but they realigned a section around about St. George's Cross a few years after the motorway opened to try and aid traffic flow between Great Western Road, Mary Hill Road and St.
0: George's Yeah, Road. I think I tried, I figured out this when we were looking at the photo. Now, you see there's these new big flats they're building yes. there, the high rise. Are they not just off New City Road? That's
1: right. Inner Ring Road Heights, is that the Inner Ring Road, yeah,
0: we're moving there, man. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) so i don't know what they're going to build in there
1: but that's that's i think it's student accommodation actually as most of these things are so yeah that's my bit on on new city road for you
0: okay well um you're right if i move on to talk about paisley road west yeah go for it that that noises me shuffling my papers Mm -hmm. if that comes through Mm -hmm. um so paisley road west um this this long road has a number. First of all, we're going to have a road number. It's the A761.
1: Does it. Well, in that case, Dobie's Loan has a number too. It's the A804. A- 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 I it was,
0: oh, A804. I and so does New City
1: Road, and it's also the A804. Uh, well, in fact... And so does Great West, uh, so not Great West, road, Alexander Parade is the A8. That's right. A just better from my And number. I just <laughs> want
0: to say, if any keen <laughs> listeners have been listening before, every road has a number. It's just you don't know them. Yeah, They're secretly numbered Cs and Ds and Us.
1: Well, Castle Street's A8 as well. I should just chuck that in. Well, half of it is.
0: Yeah, because all these main roads kind of start Uh, somewhere in the city centre. That's it. So anyway, so it's the A761. I would consider this one of the the main arterial roads in kind of greater Glasgow. It's an at-grade urban dual carriageway with two lanes in either directions. Most of the junctions are signalised along the route. Before the Renfrew Bypass in 1968 and the Renfrew Motorway in 19... uh, 76, both uh, both opening up. This was the main road from Paisley to Glasgow. You had to go through Cardonald, Creighton, Ibrox, Cessnock, and it finished at Kingston. Yeah, yeah. you can imagine that um, having to go all the way along there. According to Google Maps, it starts just west at the junction with Kelhead Avenue by the car dealership in Cardonald. The ah. interesting thing about this, whenever you get this this arrangement, in Paisley. The continuation of Paisley Road West is called Glasgow Road because right. you're in Paisley and you're heading to Glasgow, hence why it's called Glasgow Road. But when you're in Glasgow and you're on a road that's heading from Paisley or to Paisley, it's called Paisley Road West.
1: Interesting. Yeah, you've Paisley Road as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yes, and um,
0: I'm pretty sure in Edinburgh there's a Glasgow Road, and I'm pretty sure in, yeah, there is in Glasgow, there's an Edinburgh Road, which I'm going to talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The point kind of um, where Glasgow Road stops and becomes Paisley is kind of indeterminate. Uh, in some ways, but if you because of the kind of conurbation of the area, but there are signs there at the local authority boundary. Traffic levels on this road dropped massively, even when the expressway opened in 1973. Yeah, people again yeah. didn't have to take that route. They went, oh, I'll we'll go through the expressway and go through the tunnel, yep. and then they're on the A8. As you would, fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even more in 1976 when the the M8 between Kingston and Hillington opened, which was, of course, Stuart. Tell me. Uh, the Renfrew, the Renfrew Motorway, Renfrew yeah, motorway yeah. Sorry, yeah. My goodness. I'll just make sure you're listening. Uh, have, all, in right, My experience of Paisley Road West, I used it exclusively on bus routes. So you take the number nine bus from Paisley to get into Glasgow. Okay. Slow,
1: mm-hmm.
0: slow, slow road, full of traffic lights. People always pressing the ding thing on the bus to stop all the time. Yeah. Driving along it, not really done it. I've been along it in a taxi a few I,
1: times. But I've, because I've we have it, the motorway, yeah. I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if you used it to rat run. I have done on occasion when I used to study in Paisley, I I rat run along it now and again, but it's not really a great option because it can be just as busy as well.
0: I find it a busy road and a slow road.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, and particularly when the Renfrew motorway and the Renfrew bypass are so heavily congested, or they were certainly pre-lockdown and Mm -hmm. pre-coronavirus, it was a nightmare because there was a lot of shedding of traffic off the motorway onto Paisley Road and Paisley Mm -hmm. Road West. They're Uh, not that easy to get to from
0: the motorway beyond Helen Street, are they? Not really. Once um, you
1: get, well, from Hillington, you can take the dual carriageway down, you know, and and mm -hmm. join at Penny Lee. Um, At Cardonald, you can go from the tunnel across and down there as well. So there's one or two points. But yeah, once mm -hmm. you get beyond that, it is difficult to access. Um, I mean, John Cullen always told us when the Renfrew motorway was completed, it was empty. The traffic dropped. You know, that was the whole point. It was to become a residential Mm -hmm. area, it was to ease it up for public transport, you know. Some parts of it near the Paisley
0: end of it and that kind of part of the conurbation are actually quite nice Yeah, you know, well, there's some, some decent yeah. housing and stuff along there and it mm-hmm. is it's actually it's not like running there's plenty of shops i mean it is it's got everything it's it's uh it's a it's a busy lively place yeah
1: and between you know between the peaks between the morning peak and the evening peak it's actually quite quiet it's not mm. particularly busy off peak you know when the motorway is doing its job mm-hmm. piezel road's still quite quiet you know but it's at those busy peak times where it suffers a bit yeah. Um, so yeah it, it was affected by the motorway definitely yeah mm. bypassed
0: one of these streets we can't say it was built at this particular time because it would have just been a road going between places and yeah. it's just as things have been built along and along and along and it's been sprawled out it's just become this main arterial yeah no absolutely yeah um all right i i don't really have anything else to say on it Stuart. um i couldn't really find much on it yeah. If I'm honest. Just one of those roads that's just, that's just kind of there, isn't it, it? It is kind of there, and it's a main arterial. We'll be a bit that's lost without it. But kind of
1: convenient point, then, for me to move what? on to my final road. Your oh no, final? 2 I've got two roads. Oh, you've got to, oh goodness. I'm trying to get cheated out of another street there. <laughs> it's me, right? Okay, well, let's let's go for oh, it. Oh, goodness, I've got two. I'm going to combine these two into one, right? Oh, because okay. it makes sense to do that. And the mm. two, as I mentioned at the start, St. George's Road and Great Western Road. Right. Okay, well, they intersect with one another, Um, along with New City Road and Maryhill Road at St. George's Cross. Okay, That area was hugely modified by the motorway, as we know. Uh, But if we start with St. George's Road, well, that's that's an interesting one because if you're standing at Charing Cross Mm -hmm. and you're looking north Mm -hmm. towards Great Western Road and you've got all those lovely buildings down the left-hand side of St. George's Road, well, it once had nice buildings like that down the right-hand side as well, but that whole side of the street was cleared for the motorway. Ah. at Charing Cross so all the buildings down the right hand side including connections to Hill Street and the Garnet Hill area they were and we can't even blame
0: that on on comprehensive redevelopment because it was just for the motorway It was simply
1: for the motorway so there was a lot of clearance went on in there and you know looking at some of the photos we have from October 64 which you can see on the Charing Cross page on the website Mm. Some really nice buildings in there. Mm. So a it really was brutal. Nice area. It yeah. was brutal. That was yeah. a brutal clearance state. It needs then. must. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how, yeah, how they looked at it at the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, So St George's Road was massively, massively changed. Now, the road itself actually stretches from Suckey Hall Street all the way to Garscube Road, mm-hmm. as we mentioned. And it does tie in with New City Road as well, funnily enough, as, as we mentioned. Now, it's named after St George, funnily enough. Oh, okay. And did you know there's a statue... Of St George slaying his dragon Ooh. at St George's Cross.
0: Okay. Yep. I did. I actually did not know. Just across the road from the that underground poor station.
1: poor dragon. Yep.
0: Dragons everywhere. We mm-hmm. very offended by that. So, so there anyway, you go. So yes.
1: If you're uh, if you're in that area, you should have a look for that. i have not really. I never knew about, there, about that. Have you not seen it? No, I know the subway station there, yeah. but it's never a place I've hung out. I will take you to see it. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, now it ties in nicely with Great Western Road, which okay. is. Probably the longest road in Glasgow. Yes. Okay, it's very long. I um, would agree. Great yeah. Western Road starts it, at St. George's Cross and runs all the way to just east of Erskine Bridge.
0: So Kilbarry Roundabout beyond that is still Great Western Road, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. So it's very, That's very long. huge. Yeah. And such changes there, Stuart. Yeah. I, I mean... Oof, I mean, I'll let you carry on with your notes, but I mean, I can I can certainly put my yeah. two pence in. So
1: Great Western Road and St. George's Road were actually proposed as turnpike roads in 1836. So as the city was expanding westwards... I mean, a toll road. Basically a toll road, yeah. yeah. So they wanted a new road to link with the city, the, the, the growing city, the Charing Cross mm-hmm. area, with what was then Anniesland. Now, mm-hmm. Ariesland wasn't huge at that time, but there was an Ariesland toll, which is where the cross now is. And this new road, Great Western Road, was envisaged linking these two areas. So that's why it was a, a turnpike road. And development very quickly shot up. There was one bridge over the River, River Kelvin, which was then replaced by another bridge over the Kelvin, lovely bridge there. Mm-hmm. Two big churches, the church at Lansdowne, Fantastic spire, one of the steepest in in Europe, I believe. Mm-hmm. Stunning feature there, and some of the wonderful houses and things that have popped up in Great Western Road, mm-hmm. the Orin Moor as well. Yeah, exactly. the The road itself was affected by the motorway, but only at its far eastern end. As we know, mm-hmm. it was cut. It was cut short, so mm-hmm. the the section through Saint George's Cross was diverted and up over the flyover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where the M E is now, and you've got the various slip roads and things. So, so there's a section of Great Western Road actually diverted onto the motorway bridge there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some demolition at that end, but not not a huge amount. Um, I suppose our biggest connection with Great Western Road in terms of the motorway program and, and, and roads history and stuff is that they had the proposal for the Great Western Road Expressway. Uh, yes, that I shared some models. You did, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not an expressway in the sense of Clyde Side with three flowing no. uh, junctions and that kind of thing. It was very much an, an at-grade online upgrade. So basically, they were going to shave some of the pavement away on either side of the road and put in a central reservation. So, an completely alien concept. Yeah,
0: Uh, you wouldn't do that. And anything you make footways bigger. Yeah, but exactly. uh, that, that was it and I think what they done and I, they did do this they put
1: in the parking bays they put in the like parking bays yeah. but they also stubbed up side streets they did so they cut off a lot of rat runs because people you could know. rat run from Great Western Road up to Mary Hill Road and things like that and most of that was all closed off mm-hmm. you know, deliberately to, to close in these residential areas make them safer for kids and stuff who live there mm-hmm. that was a direct you know, outcome of the highway plan um, so Great Western Road was kind of not so much affected by the motorway except at that small end um, but more by say the highway plan Mm-hmm. Yeah, and still a very busy route into Glasgow from the north-west. See- I
0: find the bit between Byers Road and basically the motorway oh, impossible I, oh I just never went near it um, the bit leading up to that that goes past what's it that nice posh bit in the west, uh, west end Hindland Yeah. You know, that goes between kind of and there that, that bit there can be very so some fierce traffic lights on that Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a kind of um, it's, it's a bit different I mean it's kind of an S4 type thing a that, that was a
1: section that was actually improved as part of the, the highway plan proposal so oh that, did they widen that yeah so that bit did get done ah because yeah. they now have bus lines on that basically the section between Byers road and annisland cross mm. was improved in the 1970s the final section from Byers road down to st george's cross was the bit that just became unpalatable for a lot of people and didn't go ahead yeah so like pedestrian crossings were going to be removed and be replaced with footbridges and stuff like that oh, it kind of turned it into almost like the a2 in london <laughs> or the yeah. north circular where you've got these houses that are you know bordering um, right against and that
0: sounds fantastic but you no, know we just, <laughs> we just, we, when you said the A2 in London I was like that's a great road <laughs> you know so yeah uh, um, these are the opinions of John so anyway um, it has a great separated junction at Knights, Knightswood at Knightswood yeah, you know, just between Drumchapel and Knightswood. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There was a guy indeed, that got yeah. in touch about this. Was there not? And he yeah. went on about like it but being the, the first... first
1: flyover in Glasgow. We posted a slide of the uh, you know the Sh- uh, shield hall? Shield hall flyover, which opened was completed in like 1967, and I think it was the first flyover in Glasgow within the Glasgow boundary, within Glasgow Corporation that mm-hmm. opened to traffic. Uh, and then he questioned that maybe Knights Knightswood was, was earlier than that, was, was actually first, but it didn't get finished until late 68, so, so it was a, no, it was incorrect. No, no, no. well,
0: there you go. And then that section that they call the Boulevard, yes. which actually runs up from Drumchapel areas, but it is more Drumchapel Chapel. The, the kind of
1: 1930s bit, 1920s. Love that bit, bit of road, yep, lovely yep, nice yep. 50
0: mile an hour, that's what you want. Um, but
1: it's, it's actually quite nice, and there used to be trams on it. That's right. Yeah, so obviously it's very like Edinburgh Road actually, mm-hmm. which uh, I think you're going to tell which us Which segues right? us nicely yeah. onto
0: Edinburgh Road. Okay. Um... Can I just, just go over this quite quickly? Yeah, yeah, To be honest ahead, with yeah. you, um, because I, to be honest, didn't get much information on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazingly, this road is actually the th- th- is one of the ones with three lanes in each direction for the most part. Yeah. A nice, wide urban dual carriageway with trees down the middle, so again, a boulevard. Yeah. Um, it runs all the way from Cumbernauld Road, off Alexander Parade, which is yep. where you were speaking about, yep. East to City, all the way up to Bayliston Cross. Yeah. It's a lovely road. It is Nathan nice Wade? No, um, I believe I believe it also had trams running down the middle. Yeah, didn't it, so, in one yeah. day um, yeah. The, the road hasn't changed a great deal, has it? I mean, I know right. they've put um, bus lanes and there's been this huge dramatic reduction in traffic. Yeah. Now you might be able to take over quickly here because the Monkland Motorway, which runs obviously from Townhead all the way out to Bayliston, yeah, came in the and um, the 70s and 80s, yes, yeah. and it took all the traffic off of it. But some people think that. Shouldn't have built the Monkland. Yeah, there was
1: there were some people at the time who actually actually were of the opinion, and by people I mean people, councillors and officials who felt, well, why do we need the Monkland Motorway when Edinburgh Road's so so empty or so wide already? And the main point was that the corporation wanted to bypass Edinburgh Road and turn it into a much quieter route, you know, mm. part of a residential area. They didn't want it to be a main arterial road. You know, yeah, a bit like um, Great Western Road is a bit now. like Great Western Road is now, exactly. So the Monkland Motorway came along and at stage one, when when stage one finished in seventy five, you were filtered back onto Edinburgh Road and would carry along it all to you know to to Baleston and onto the E eight from there. And then when section Stage Two A came along in nineteen seventy nine. That then continued all the way up to uh, Steps Road, mm-hmm. and then eventually nineteen eighty, April nineteen eighty. So people just stopped expansion. really using yeah. it, and then yeah. you know it probably makes it a lot better. You used to use it, didn't I you? I did. T- I've used it a lot. Um, it's but busy it's- at peak times is um, it? yes it's busy at peak times um, it but has a bus lane i do um, not see anyone there. on
0: it when I'm on it
1: yeah you must be in the interpeak you should use it in the morning peak it can be busy no I don't mean it's heavily congested there's a few traffic
0: lights on it but they see yeah. everything seems to work relatively it well it does and you've got can... a 30 mile an hour limit it's very safe
1: I you thought know. it was 40 there's a small 40 stretch at the far eastern end hmm. western end? eastern end? at one end I can't remember what end uh, and it's 30 for a length as well mm-hmm. on the approach to uh, Alexandra Parade so yeah, it's a, it's it's a good road. It's a good road. It's a good alternative to the motorway. But but the Muncol motorway doesn't really suffer from congestion much in the eastbound. Uh, no, very occasionally it westbound does in the mornings. But you know, it's it's a good road. I like it. Mm-hmm. It was quietened down by the motorway. Yeah,
0: know. it's one of these ones that went went quite well from there. But mainly residential. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Do, I think is that all we have time for or can, we do, can I speak about London Road quickly you
1: throw in some comments about London Road it'll then. have to be brief because yeah. we
0: don't want to make these too long everybody's probably at at work by now so London Road uh, this was the main way uh, into the east of the city if you're coming from Lanarkshire yes okay um, especially before the M74 came along mm-hmm. alright uh, or, or if you were going south so you can imagine how busy it would have been with that strategic traffic and HGVs before the motorways were there heading out via the Gallagher and London Road and back in the day, it was the main route south.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I think
0: that industry of the city going down yeah. London Road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, starting its northern end of the city, it starts off just off Glasgow Cross. It actually is where the A8 is. Uh, it's called the A749 where it starts. Oh yeah, and that comes in from Rotherham. A lot of people yeah. think it's like the A74. It's not. It snakes its way out from there until until Bridgeton or Brigton if you're if you're from there, where it takes over the actual A74 number. Okay. From there, it's like a mix of S2 and S4, and it's recently had a. Remember when we the GVVT when we we're at the Vintage Vehicle Trust? Yeah. They've put cycle lanes in Should along that there yep. again. Something enabled because of the M74. Absolutely, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then it meets the New Clyde Gateway Road. Yeah. It gets out there at Parkhead. Uh, it dispenses with the cycle lanes there, but mm-hmm. it becomes a uh, kind of an S4 road south from there. It becomes an urban dual carriageway. This is where it's got kind of at-grade junctions and stuff and it's quite quiet. I noticed it being very quiet because I used it for a while and it's very straight and it goes past Toll Cross uh, before meeting the M74 at Fullerton. You yeah. know the section
1: I'm talking about? And that's about? the end of the dual carriageway stretch. So that was, was again
0: yeah. where before they extended the M74 in 2011 you were kicked off at Fullerton and that's what you would use to approach the city centre. You'd use that London Road section yeah. there. Um, down there at Fullerton Road there's, there's a horrible little kind of junction down there roundabout thing but beyond that it's a dual carriage that goes past all these business units. Yeah. Uh yeah. kind of retail parking stuff like that before before ending at Mount Vernon at the, the railway bridge. Yeah. And that's where it becomes Hamilton Road. Yeah. Because uh, you're heading to you're you're heading towards Hamilton then. Uh,
1: they, when Warwick County Council developed their M74 Hamilton Udingston bypass proposals um, mm-hmm. from the Scottish Office. They originally proposed to terminate the M74 at that junction. Uh, the corporation uh, pointed out that they intended to extend the motorway from the inner ring road south to Connect with the Hamilton motorway, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the proposals were changed to end the M74 at uh, Maryville. Yeah, uh, so Lanark County Council then went back to the drawing board and came up with a design for the road to run as far as Fullerton Road. But for various reasons, it was the 1990s mm-hmm. before that stretch actually happened. Present and then, day junction 2A, yeah, and by that time, they had come up with the, the final alignment for the section from there to Kingston Bridge. And yeah, the rest, and that was as it. they say, is history. And the railway line thoughts on it, Stuart. It's a good road. It's a fast road. Uh, I remember it pre-M74. That's what I was going to ask. Very I'm... busy, mm-hmm. uh, particularly approaching Fullerton Road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at night, there was but there was long queues there at times. Still are on match days. People coming out of Celtic Park can be quite busy. <laughs> right, okay. Because um, you know, I so
0: thought everyone from Celtic Park would just pile off down to Palmer D. Some
1: do, but people going south or heading back east uh, mm-hmm. will go via E74 London Road, typically heading for the motorway. Um, at Fullerton mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's still quite a busy road but still popular but but some of it downgraded uh, rightly so after the motorway because they can now.
0: yeah nice and quiet alright well, I'm out of streets
1: yeah so my, I, I <laughs> hope everyone's found that
0: comprehensive it's, it's, it's been it's been I've, interesting for us I've just realised should probably stick to the motorways after that because these are yep. vast topics I mean I'm sure if you've been listening and you've got information or anything you'd like to share uh, please get in touch let us know and we can mention this
1: yeah absolutely uh, thanks as always for listening to the Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast Mm -hmm. you can of course hear all our episodes on Podbean Apple and Spotify as well as Google and Amazon Mm
0: -hmm. yep and if you're looking for your daily fix of social media don't forget to head over to Facebook Twitter and Instagram where you
1: can see us sharing great photos and information nearly every other day yep Check out the website, uh, which is changing as we approach the end of the year. We hope to have that launched completely by the end of the year. We have one or two items coming up shortly that I'm sure everybody will be interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we have Glasgow Doors Open Days coming up in September where we're doing a live webinar followed by a Q&A on the history of the Inner Ring Road. Yeah. So please check us out for that. You'll see more details of that on social media. And hopefully we'll have something for sale soon. Indeed. Indeed. My lips are sealed. but Keep an eye open for some limited Absolutely. edition merchandise that's yeah. becoming available very shortly as part of our fundraising and as we mentioned last episode we are struggling a bit financially this year because we haven't got out and about to our events if you do wish to donate to us that would be very 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 welcome and well received mm-hmm. you'll find a donate now button at the bottom of the homepage on the website Yeah. but for now thanks for listening thank you bye bye <laughs>